Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I'm Aaron Sagers, and this is Talking Strange. Spooky nerds, Aaron Sagers here, and welcome to Small Talk, a mini-episode of the Talking Strange Paranormal Pop Culture Show. Uh, okay, before we get to our creepy story today, I wanted to give a Patreon shout-out to Jackie. Jackie has been with the Patreon since the beginning and is just a great contributor and valued supporter to the community, and we love her. So thank you for being a friend, Jackie, sung in the tune of the Golden Girls. And that's over at patreon.com slash Aaron Sagers. And yeah, okay, I am going to be talking about Patreon for a minute. But this week on Patreon, we did have a live stream chat with Shane Pittman, my buddy from Netflix's 28 Days Haunted, also from the Holzer Files. And he has a new podcast out called The Paranormal Mind, which is fun. It's a good roundtable kind of uh, drinking and chit-chat convo show. So uh, it's a lot of fun. It was good talking with Shane about that. So you should uh, you should give that a listen, The Paranormal Mind. And even if you missed the live stream over on the Patreon, you can watch a replay, a video replay of it. And if you sign up, you can join in on the interactive chats with surprise guests in the future also on the main episode of talking strange this week our guest is harold perino of course from lost as well as this guy's done so many things lost oz he was in the matrix uh reloaded and revolutions movie he was in boz lorman's romeo and juliet he's in the best man franchise the guy has done so much sons of anarchy and i'm i'm a big fan of lost and i'm now a not equally but i would say i'm on my way to being a really big fan of this uh, show from that he is on on mgm plus formerly known as epics it's really just a super creepy lots of monster action a little bit of fantasy elements in there, mystery box type of show. Don't sleep on it. Definitely check that show out. It is well worth it. And I swear, I've said this before, but if this was on another network, it would be a massive hit. Everybody would already be talking about it. So second season is just kicking off now. So there is time to catch up with it and time for you to listen to my interview with him on Talking Strange. And actually, if you want to go back, Earlier in 2022, we spoke to Harold, so this is actually his second time joining the Talking Strange show. So, I don't know, he gets an official two-timer badge, I guess. So, we appreciate Harold Perrineau joining us again. All right, so, normally, with the stories that I tell during small talk, I try to listen, I try to share listener-submitted stories. But I had, y'all, I had a weird, a very weird experience just this week. So right after 
right after that Shane Pittman live stream is sort of when these events went down. So this is this is fresh, y'all. This is fresh. And I'm dying to get your take. Dying to get your take. So we had that Patreon live stream with Shane Pittman. That went from 8 p.m. Eastern time until about 10.30 p.m. Eastern time, give or take. I conducted this live stream at the home of my good friend Frank Sinelli, a.k.a. Dr. Spector. He's also involved in the paranormal field. And I was in one of their upstairs bedrooms. And they call it the mermaid room because it's decorated in mermaid decor. It's very lovely. Everyone in the house. So there's Frank, his partner Bella, their older son Zach. They had all gone to bed at around 10 p.m. at the latest. Now, following this live stream, I go downstairs to watch a little TV. I was still energetic. This, this happens. It's You do these talks. You interact with uh, these great people, these supporters, and even at events, at paranormal events or comic cons, even though I should be exhausted, it's like I'm still wound up at the end of the day. So, you know, I, I went downstairs, and I was just watching some TV, and... By 11.30 that night, I was wrapping up. I was back upstairs in the the guest bathroom, brushing my teeth, uh, getting changed into my pajamas, my pajamas. I was in bed, and I sent, and I was in bed, and my dog was settled because my dog Indiana was with me, and sent a final text message to a friend around 11.56 p.m. The next morning, head downstairs, Frank's partner, Bella, asked me if I was roaming around after my live stream the night before, around midnight. I said, yeah. I said I went to bed around 11.30. And I, I was thinking I was being noisy. And I was, I'm like, oh, God, I'm making a lot of noise. I asked her if I was being too loud or, uh, you know, hopefully I didn't I didn't disturb their their sleep. She said, no. But were you downstairs at midnight? Oh, down, downstairs? Oh, no, no, definitely not, no. She then proceeds to show me security camera footage from outside their home. Now, they live on a somewhat spacious property, slightly removed from town, but they had previously experienced uh, a break-in on their cars, so they they needed security cameras. They have them set up all throughout the perimeter of the property in the home. Anyhow, there is a camera in Frank's outside tiki bar, the paranormal tiki bar, as we call it, and that is aimed towards the back side of the house. So it's backyard, tiki bar is back there, cameras aimed at the house, so you can kind of get a good look of the home for any security uh, situation. In this footage, you see a stray cat going by. Now, this is what triggered the motion sensors. But inside the house, we have a kitchen window and then a dining nook window. And there is a darkened figure passing through one and then the other. Now, it's really dark. But you can see within the house the light from a digital clock on this overhead microwave through the window above the sink, at the, the kitchen window. And then through the window of this, this dining nook, 
there is, you can see a light in the far corner of the adjoining living room. Now that lamp is, uh, it's probably about six feet tall maybe. And it looks like this old school medieval-y looking lantern thingy. It's pretty cool. Anyhow, that light, the light coming from that, it's quite dim. So both lights are subsequently blocked out by this moving shape. Something comes from the kitchen, blocks out the microwave oven light that you can see on the far side, and then moves through uh, across the window of the dining nook, and then it, it blocks out the light from that medieval lantern-y thingy. But wait, it, it gets weirder. The figure looks like me. Yeah, this figure has my posture, my build as it moves forward. It even, upon closer examination, it appears to be wearing what looks like a hat and a hoodie, which is what I was wearing that day and during the live stream. Now, you can't really make out too many details. You're just seeing this very darkened figure, and you can see sort of the um, fabric grouped up in the back like a hoodie and what looks sort of like a hat. So simple enough. Must be me, right? I'm not so sure. You see, first off, again, I was in bed. I was no longer wearing a hoodie, no longer wearing a hat. Also, again, I was in bed, and uh, I I was cheating that night. I had my, my dog with me. She was snuggled up with me, Indy. She normally sleeps on the floor. But perhaps more pertinent to this, Frank's house gets super dark at night, and it gets very creepy. It's just like, it's it's a comforting house, but there is a vibe there. And there's been lots of strange occurrences there. And as lovely of a house as it is, there is this overall sense that when someone is there alone, as I have been upon many visits and house-sitting stents, or even if, honestly, honestly, even if you're in the either the upstairs or the downstairs part alone, if you're in one section alone, it just feels electric, you know? Almost like you're, you're expecting something to happen. Just that, that tension in a way. So when I stay there, I am, if I am the last person to go to bed because I'm watching TV or something, like I was that night, I am most certainly going to be in the living room. Uh, side note, I, it, there's something kind of comforting about hanging out at Frank's house. Or uh, It's like, um, first off, uh, I, I spend most of my time in New York City, so everything's quite contained and, you know, smaller spaces. So when you're out in the country, bigger house, bigger property, just it's more spacious. Plus, I don't pay for uh, cable TV anymore, so there's almost like this uh, enjoyment about hanging out at someone's house and flipping through the channels late at night, just like, oh, I wonder what's on this channel or this channel or this channel. And I don't know. It's just simple things, right? Anyhow, so when I stay there, if I'm the last person to go to bed, I'm going to be in the living room. And I always, always, I'll get up, I'll double check, double check the locks on the patio doors that are leading out to the back of the house. I will turn off the living room lights in, in order. Turn off the living room lights, proceed forward, turn off the dining nook lights, proceed forward, turn off the kitchen lights, proceeding through the house, down the hall, up the stairs, turning off lights as I go. Again, it gets very dark in there, so you know a lot of lights tend to be on at night uh, before you go to bed. So I do not like being in the complete darkness downstairs there. I'm not really bothered by darkness, but it is super dark. I, I will 
if I'm walking through as I'm turning off lights, I will perhaps turn on the screen of my phone as I walk up the steps. Once the lights are out and I'm upstairs, there's no reason for me to go back down there, especially in the total darkness. But instead, this is what we see. We see this form minutes after I am in bed, walking in the darkness, no ambient glow of a cell phone, no turning on lights as it goes, as I would do. It's walking back through that kitchen, across that dining nook, and what looks like it's going into the living room. And it looked like me. Now, could it have been one of the other three people in the house? Okay. Now, that could be the case, but Frank is a big guy. He's got a large build. He's much taller than me as well. And his son, Zach, also has a pretty large build and is also taller than me. And from the apparent height of this form, you could see its head. And when we tested this the next day, if it had been one of those two, their head would have been cut out of the frame, out of the where the window is. Now, could it have been Bella? Maybe, but she was asleep for a couple hours prior to this, and she said she had not come downstairs. And plus, this was very much a masculine form. It looked like me. And there's one other interesting tidbit. So, the only reason this was captured on on this camera was because of that stray cat outside. That's what triggered the camera. So, Frank and Bella, they have numerous strays that hang out in the woods around their home. There's also a lot of deer, foxes, skunks, just lots of wildlife. But typically, the cats look at the motion-activated camera when it catches them and turns on. There's like, uh, I guess, a click that they hear, and they turn on and look at it. Not so in this case. The cat is looking at the house and almost looking towards the window when this camera kicks on. Now, I don't know what that means other than it's just peculiar behavior with a, a more peculiar behavior. And now one, one other thought. Previously, there have been what is typically called a shadow figure spotted in the house. And even there was an instance that was, they saw, they reported seeing something that was mistaken to be the son, Zach, based on its build, what it looked like, and it wasn't him. And, and other kind of strange occurrences like that, something like passing through that, that area, in fact, and in other spots. Now, according to paranormal theory, what could this be? So there's the notion of the the doppelganger, the double, right? One who who goes forth. And I've written extensively about this. And in folklore, these doppelgangers can be essentially spirits of someone that are then, you know, they they kind of open the door, walk through a home, up the stairs, moments before the actual person opens the door, walks in the home, goes upstairs. Or it could be some some uh, beliefs and folklore say that seeing a doppelganger portends doom for the double. You know, basically, it's not a good sign if you if you or if someone else runs into your doppelganger. Some theories suggest it could be a spirit or an entity presenting itself in the form of a living human. And actually, I have previously experienced something like that. It was quite peculiar. And uh, that that's happened before. Actually, oddly enough, it happened at Ohio State Reformatory in Mansfield, which years ago, more than a decade ago, and it involved the paranormal investigator named Aaron Goodwin from the show Ghost, Ghost Adventures basically 
myself and uh, at least another person had seen him going in one direction and talking until a moment later he comes uh, from that same direction that he had previously originated from walking through like there's no way he could have done that it was, it was very peculiar it's also odd uh slight side note i'll be at mansfield i'll be at ohio state reformatory for the paris icon in mid-may so check that out anyhow so what was this now you'll have to take my word for it that it wasn't me walking through the house and I know that I wouldn't go downstairs, put on a hoodie, put on a hat, go downstairs, and in the darkness, if if for whatever reason, if I didn't have any reason to go back downstairs, but f- I certainly wouldn't do it in the dark. But now you'll have to take my word for it. But did I miss something else? Maybe. In fact, this is where, again, not to just hype the Patreon, but I will be posting this video on patreon.com slash Aaron Sagers for you to check out and see for yourself. I would love to hear your thoughts on that. That's at patreon.com slash Aaron Sagers. And hey, if you if you do sign up over there, you could join in for live stream movie watches and trivia and special guests and cocktail recipes and more. Uh, a lot of tiki cocktail recipes that I create for, for our group over there. And uh, as I said, I will be at Paris Icon for the Ohio State Reformatory, and that is taking place in mid-May, and uh, I believe you can just go to parisicon.com to check that out. And I will also be doing a, a Strange Escapes, that's Amy Bruni's Paranormal Tourism Company. I'm going to be doing Strange Escapes at Waverly Sanitarium in... Uh, in Kentucky, super crazy and exciting place to go to. I'm doing that. That's May uh, 11, 12, and 13. And if I think that might be sold out, but there are still tickets available for the Belvoir Winery in Missouri. Missouri? Missouri. So go to strangescapes.com if you want to go check that out. I'll be That's at the old Oddfellows Homes at Belvoir Winery in Liberty, Missouri on June, I believe, 8th, 9th, and 10th. So you can go get those tickets for that still. So meanwhile, uh, look, I hope you like this story. Like I said, it's weird. It's it's recent. It's, it's really tickling my brain. But I want to hear your stories. I want to hear your stories. Your stories about haunting, strange encounters in the woods, unusual lights in the sky. Have you seen any kind of cryptids or creatures you got some urban legends from your upbringing or from the neighborhoods that you grew up in that maybe seemed actually kind of true or did you have an encounter with some sort of bizarre human that made your skin really crawl or have you had a near miss with danger or violence as if there was some instinct or force guiding you to safety i want to hear all about it send it in talking strange at denofgeek.com also, send in guest suggestions, ask questions about the show. If you have any questions for me, uh, I would love to hear from you. So, talkingstrange at denofgeek.com. All right, spooky nerds, I'm Aaron Sagers, and this has been Small Talk, a mini episode of Talking Strange. And until next time, be kind, stay spooky, and keep it weird. Talking Strange is a part of the Den of Geek Network, available wherever you listen to other podcasts. If you like what we're doing, share Talking Strange with your friends and fellow spooky nerds. And please, subscribe, rate, and leave a nice review. 
If you have a strange or paranormal story you would like to share with us, please email talkingstrange at denofgeek.com for a chance to have it read on a future episode. For video episodes of Talking Strange, check out twitch.tv slash denofgeektv and youtube.com slash denofgeekus. And please follow at TalkStrangePod on Twitter and at Aaron Sagers on Twitter, Instagram, and Patreon for more paranormal pop culture content. Mm-hmm.